All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beautiful and Powerful with Paul. Today, I have an amazing guest. His name is Victor um, Adewomi. Did I pronounce that right? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That's better than most people. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. So today, we'll be looking at um, why starting is the key to success or the principle of starting. And I have with me Victor to discuss this amazing um, topic. So before we get started, let's actually meet Victor. So Victor, can we meet you, please? Yes, for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, just before I even introduce myself, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on here, Paul. I really do appreciate it. I enjoy having conversations with great minds like yourself. So when you when you when you sent me an invitation, it was just a matter of when. Um, it was not uh, yes, it was a matter of when. So thanks for having me on. Uh, who is Victor? So I'm uh, I I'm a young man. I I, I I I love having conversations like this, um, but. You know, I, I came from I'm from Nigeria. I came to Canada in uh, January of 2013, and I school at the University of Alberta, uh, civil engineering, and now I work in an engineering consulting firm. And that's basically is a, a brief a brief description of like my work and school life essentially. Um, outside of school and work, I'm involved in a number of different things. Um, I manage a podcast. I host a podcast called the Alive Podcast. Uh, I think in the course of today's episode, I will talk about it a bit. Yeah. Um, the Alive Podcast with my friend Tonwa Alake, and uh, we. I also do something called Alive for Jesus, where I create creating content for young adults, channel towards inspiring us to live and think like Jesus in everyday life. And also, I I don't look it, but I enjoy the sport of boxing in my recreation time. I play this kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I can talk. I can talk about boxing all day. But wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know um, that. Yeah, but um, but but just generally, I I love people. I think that's the best way um I can describe myself in as short a sentence as I can. I love people, and I like enjoy doing anything that that advances God's kingdom. Essentially, that is that is the brief description of me if i if i if i had to make one today wow, that's such a very impressive profile right it's yes, um, that's yes. so good you seem to be involved in a lot in a lot of things that in, and that that involves taking a lot some of your time right you have to dedicate some time yes. to work to their life podcast to their life for jesus to your boxing to your friends and all that so i think we can actually start from from there for our topic today so you you need to get started to actually get these things into play, right? Um, so can you share a story on how you started their life podcast and their life for Jesus? Let's let's get to know what um the, what was the motivation and how did you push yourself to start these um programs and you you, you have going on for you? For sure, for sure, for sure. So since we're, we're on a podcast today, um, I will spend most of the time talking about their life podcast. But just so you can have a context, I'll start with the previous things and then we'll move on to the podcast so i believe i like precision so I, if i'm not mistaken monday july 27 2015 i believe it was monday july 27 2015 um i i was praying one day and i was think, praying about something i had called admitting for jesus and the idea was just to get us young adults from different churches different environments just coming together and doing outreach in the city evangelism and outreaches and then i was praying about it praying about it and in the course of praying i kind of added I I, I I i would say i received an inspiration of sorts that kind of began to lead me in the direction of something called a life for Jesus. And that just became more of a, of something that is not just within everything, but like something that is like an online platform, online, an online environment, right? Yeah. To again, inspire people to become a life for Jesus, you know, 
and be like Jesus in thinking and in deeds, right? Now, in the process of that, in last year, of I believe that was 2019, yes. So in December of 2019, I was just thinking about some of the things I have done because I, I, you know, I have a blog and some video content that I've created in the past, but I was thinking like, what's the next step? What's the next thing to do? And then that's when the inspiration for the podcast came along. I tell you what, Paul, this was December 29th. At this time, I didn't even know what the podcast really was. I, I didn't have any podcast I was listening to. I didn't have, like my knowledge of podcast world was net zero. So I was at a point where I'm looking to start a podcast and I know nothing. So I began to listen to podcasts. I had to start from there to know what is even a podcast. So I began yeah. to listen to podcasts, understand it as in the sense like your personal private radio that you have control over and things like that. So I began to listen to that. And and then in the course of time, Tamuwa came along and we started working on this together. And when we started, we had no knowledge of anything literally nothing what what microphones we needed what um, editing software we needed how to host our podcast so that we you can see it on spotify on apple podcast on Deezer, or wherever else we knew none of that we had no idea what camera and lighting we needed but we started we started mm. we started uh, we started actually in march of 2020 we started march of 2020 and i remember the, one of the first episodes we recorded we add something called a Blue Yeti microphone. But then, as you know, it's a, it's a condenser microphone. I'm getting some of it. Best. It's a condenser microphone that is ideal for controlled environments. Even though it allows you the option of multiple um, speakers, it's ideal for one person. But we add that condenser microphone for three people. And oh, we just, <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. We, you know, we had ourselves kind of locked up in a room and we're just talking. And we're just enjoying what we're doing. Wow. In the meantime, that was the best we could offer to do. That was the best we could come up with. Yeah. But as we began to go, we realized, okay, so instead of this microphone, this is what we need. Now, instead of one microphone, we need this many microphones. Now, we have all these microphones. How do we use them together? How do we, you know, create, you know, improve our audio quality and all? I know I'm very granular right now, but I'm saying that just to kind of give you an idea of the kind of level of detail we had to grow by. We knew mm-hmm. none of and, you know, once you get the audio edited, you have to move on to, okay, how do I get this so that people can listen to it? So yeah. it sounds nice in my car, in my ears, but now <laughs> people want to listen to it. So we're going to think, how do I host this? So we began to host it on different platforms. Now you haven't hosted it. How do I market it? We open mm. the Instagram account. How do we, you know, make sure it's accessible to everyone? We had the website open. But literally, when we started, we knew nothing. We knew nothing. So, and I find, as we kind of find, uh, find as we continue to talk, I found that for me, I believe this is true for everyone, but for me, I find that I learned a lot by doing. Many of the things that I now do with a podcast, many of the questions I now ask, I would never have thought to ask them before I started because you just don't know what you don't know until you actually start. So I just find for me, it has been a lot of um, learning by doing, learning by doing, and that comes from starting, right? So, and you know, there's a lot more to share. And, we'll talk more about it but like i just when i look back at the podcast we're still growing we're not there yet yeah. but when i look at how we started i'm super grateful for where we are now and it, again it all comes from starting yeah starting knowing yeah. that you can learn by doing yeah wow that's that's interesting and that's powerful knowing you can learn by doing so in essence before you started your podcast you didn't have the full blueprint on how on what direction you're going to go right you had an idea you had a bit of points here and there you wanted to impute in your podcast, but you didn't have the full picture, but you just had to start, right? You got yes. started and you found that, that you make more progress when you start. My mom yes. used to tell me as a kid, 
she would never take excuse from us, my, from my brother. She would tell me, if you can think enough, what you have is enough all the time. If I give an excuse like, oh, I couldn't do this because I didn't have this, she'd be like, no, Omar, if you can think enough, what you have is enough. I think that's a quote from Mike Mudok. So, yeah. I, 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 you know, I, let, yeah. let, me, let me add to that. Um, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but I just really remember this and I don't want to forget it. You know, my friend that we co-host this together, Tomiwa, is very, this is one area that he has really been a blessing to me because I tend to be visionary and like, oh, I want this to go like this. I, you know what I mean? But he tends to, he is also visionary, but what I, what I think he really helps is he has a way of, okay, yeah, we, this is where we're going, but this is what we have now and this is what we can do with what we have now that improvisation yes. it comes from doing because yes. if you're like oh i want to get to this place but you actually never start you you don't realize that what you have is enough to start exactly i think that is actually a place we, like we can camp on because sometimes people mm. we wait for ideal situations yeah i'll give you an example like myself and, and, and tommy we wanted to start this after the covid we had envisioned this in 2019 of 20 of 2020 december of 2019 but we wanted to start after COVID because my thinking was, you know, people are thinking about pandemic, you know, let them finish pandemic and then we yeah. start recording. <laughs> if we have waited till date, we, we would not have a podcast. We'd still be waiting for the pandemic to be over. Yeah. But that's we're like, enough of this. Let's just get going. Yeah. Let's just keep going. Let's just get going. And then, you know, we understood that, you know, what you have is enough to start. Yes. Yeah, I think I think that's key. What you have is enough to start. And I, I think it's also, it's also important to have people around you like that motivate you or push you to start i'm even for this podcast I've, i I was dragging my leg but peter was like peter Cecily was like you know what paul you have everything you need to start right you have you have, you have a blue yeti you have a good laptop what else yeah. do you need to get started just start. i was like well what about the editing what about the audacity and all that editing i need to learn that he's like nope you learn on the job yep learn on the job Get started record, then start editing. When you're done editing, start working on graphic designs, right? You start, you learn on the job. So the, the key here is just start. Whatever it's going to take, just start. Don't think too much about the big picture or how it's going to play out. Just start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? Uh, why, are people, why are people afraid to start? Why are people generally scared to start? Why do they procrastinate starting? Someone has a goal. Um, to lose, let's say someone wants to lose 20 pounds or someone mm-hmm. wants to um, start up a podcast or a YouTube channel or even go to school or something, but they mm-hmm. are scared to start. What's generally the reason why people are scared to start and um, pursuing their goals? Good question, good question. Mm-hmm. You know, when I think about what you're saying, I, I remember a line from a poem that one of my friends wrote some time ago. It basically says that this, you know, our lives or life in a sense, it's like um, same story, different headlines. Same story, different headlines. In the sense that it's fear. It's nothing new. It's fear. Yeah. Okay, now, fear of what? Then you begin to have like more specific conversations. But like when I think about, I think of two examples. Let me use these two biblical examples: um, Joshua and Nehemiah. So yeah. Joshua had this experience where he had to lead the people of Israel to their promised land. So in a contemporary sense, we can think of it as you have a vision to lead a people or to lead to lead something or a movement or a person or lead an organization or, or lead anything into the vision, into the proposed, uh, into the end goal kind of a thing. 
So yeah. you had this responsibility. It was a huge responsibility. And if you read through Joshua chapter one, at the place where God was kind of handing the baton from Moses to Joshua, many, many times, over and over again, the Bible keeps saying, do not fear, I am with you. Do not yeah. fear, I am with you. Do not. And I believe that is because there must have been, there must have been a, 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 a with all this spirit of fear in, in Joshua. It's like, this is, like, how can I do this? Yeah. How, how am I supposed to do this? Right? So it's like, so it, it was basically the fear of, just fear. Let me just say fear. Because yeah. when you say you begin to narrow and then some people may be excluded. But it comes down to fear. It comes yeah. down to fear. And I think, uh, I, when I think about Nehemiah as well, he had the vision of rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. So it's like, yeah. you know, he, he had a vision in mind, right? So he, he had to basically, so he had to basically deal with that fear somehow. But I find um, for myself, like, let me just quickly share this. Uh, one of one of the people, I say one of the people, I, I call him my spiritual father, essentially. His name is Ryan Bonke. Um, one of the things he has said that has really been a guiding, a guiding word for me is this, that those who forever seek the will of God are often overrun by those who actually do it. Mm. So a lot of times, I'll say that again, those who forever seek the will of God are often overrun by those who actually do it. In the sense that a lot of times you hear people say, oh, you know, I'm waiting on God or I'm waiting for the perfect situation, whatever. But the reality is, if you don't do it, someone else will. If you don't do it, someone else will. If you don't do it, someone else will. I think when that understanding sinks in, a sense of urgency is produced. Mm. You begin to realize that, brother, I only need to start. Yeah. God will not hold me responsible for it now for like the big fully manifested everything now but we will be responsible for starting you know Ryan Bonke again he once said that God will not God will not lift you up from your comfortable sofa but he will pull you from the deepest pit so that means that in the process of you wanting to do something that has been laid on your hearts to do you there is a simple first step of starting that is yeah. you stand the sofa now in the process of work if you encounter challenges or when you encounter challenges more correctly god is willing to pull you from that place right yeah so the point being that you know understanding that if you don't do it someone else will i think in that understanding section, you begin to realize, you know, you, you're in the science field, all these PhD people like yourself. Yeah. You know very well that when you're in a process of research and you encounter, like, maybe, you know, you guys are always contributing to the body of knowledge. So you found a new path that you suspect that that path either has not been uh, talked about before or has not been talked about extensively. It's like you found a gold mine yeah. and you want to jump on it and explore it and find a way to bring that knowledge to light. Yeah. You know? So imagine that you found it and then you just casually just shared it to somebody and you did nothing with it. And the next thing you know, this guy has gone and done research and patented the knowledge and now he's making money out of it. Imagine the feeling you would have. That's yeah. just a small matter compared to the idea of fulfillment, knowing that I envisioned this. It was laid on my heart to do seven years ago. I did nothing with it. Now today, someone is out there running with a vision. Because if you think about um, one of my, I know I'm talking on just different ideas. Oh, this is good. Well, like, if you think about something my brother once shared with me, it's like, if you think about what God wants to do as purpose, and you think about your responsibility in that as your calling, then you can understand that a person's calling may fail, but God's purpose will always stand. In the sense that God has this big picture of what he wants to do. He has this, let me just say, he has this big television in his, in his, in his, in his bedroom or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And he, he has all the things that needs to move. Now, he will give each of us a responsibility within that big picture purpose. That is our calling. Now, if we fail to utilize that to its maximum, 
it's not it's not going to it's not going to now you know redesign its purpose no the purpose will stand it will just find someone else to do it so so wow. if we can stay on in the place of knowing that if i don't do it someone else will yeah i think it gives a sense of urgency and that sense of urgency will help us to start and we won't wait for all the conditions to be right and we just understand that Again, I'm saying this because this is my experience. Yeah. You, you learn a lot by doing. We learn yeah. a lot by So one of the things I was saying there is I find that sometimes why people fail to start in addition to being afraid or fear is discussing with the wrong people. You know, when I, when I, when I, when I think about, when you, you know, let me just share this. Nehemiah chapter 2 verse, verse 12. So just to give you context, so Nehemiah is reflecting on the fallen world of Jerusalem, like the place he's from is falling apart. It's kind of like when you come to Canada and it's like, oh, my Nigeria, oh, my Africa, what is going on here? You know, <laughs> he had that kind of thing. And yeah. he, he was so keen on rebuilding. He was keen on helping the situation. And he had that vision, a big vision, right? He had that vision. But then if you look at Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 12, it says, then I arose in the night, I and a few men, not the crowd, I and a few men with me, I told no one what my God had put in my heart to do at Jerusalem. This is what I'm saying. So he knew that he could not share the vision with everybody. There will be people that if you share the vision with them, they will kill it on the instant. And if you listen too much to them, that's the end of it. So one of the reasons people fail to start is discussing the vision, the plan, the idea with the wrong people. Not everyone needs to know all your amazing visions. Not everyone is interested. Just look at Joseph. Joseph is amazing. I don't know where this guy is from, but God help him. <laughs> he shared the vision with his brothers, his dream with his brothers. They say, Are you, what's wrong with you? And then after that, he's not going to share with his brothers and his mother and his father with everyone. <laughs> brother. <laughs> said, then, but then he shared it nonetheless, and God helped him with what out. But the point I'm making is, you know, somebody else would have died in that world. Thank God you said he did not die in that world. He was yeah. brought out, you know. But the point is, like, sharing the vision with the wrong people can kill the vision such that it fails to you. Like the individual fails to start. So I'll just kind of share those two things. There are obviously many other things, but like dealing with that fear, just just start, just start, yeah. just start. And then discussing with the wrong set of people can be can be another one as well. Very two vital points, um, Victor. Fear. Um, fear is one reason why a lot of people don't start. Um, and you said like you can narrow it into different kinds of fear, but fear is a big reason. So what I tell myself now a lot of times when I have something to do. I tell myself, you know what, just start slowly. You know, when I'm scared to maybe start something and I'm really nervous, I tell myself, just get started. Just sit on my desk, start writing, or just get started as slow as possible and keep mm-hmm. going, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you tell yourself, oh, I'm scared. If I start this, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to push it further or I don't know if I can get to the big picture. What you don't know, you can't find out until you start. I'll give True. you a quick story about a friend of mine. She's currently in um, Manitoba studying dentistry. And um, two years ago, she spoke to me. She actually worked with me in the lab, research lab here at the University of Saskatchewan. And she wanted to go into dental school. And she spoke to me and I was like, I tried to encourage her, like, you know what? Just study, keep studying. You can do it. Don't, don't give up and all that. Um, in 2019, she was really stressed out. And she was like, you know what? She called me. She's like, you know what? I think I'm going to quit and not write the exam. She already paid for the exam, already um, had everything. And I'm trying to bring two things here. She was stressed out and she was scared that she was going to fail the exam, right? She was like, I, I don't think I'm ready for this exam. I think if I keep going, 
yeah, that means like in three months time, I think I would fail. Then secondly, she was like, I told my friends already quit. They said they're not going to write the exam already. So to our friends who also enrolled the same dental exam. So I think it's called that, that exams. So our okay. friends who didn't write the exam also said they were, they were stressed out and they're not going to write. So one, she was afraid. So she was one, wanting to quit based on the influence from her friends. Mm-hmm. So she called me. She was like, some of my friends said they're going to quit. So I, I told her, you know what? Don't quit. Write that exam. She was like, but I'm like, you know what? This is what will happen in the next 10 years. In 10 years' time, if you don't write this exam, you're going to be asking yourself, what if? What if? What if I've written the exam? The, what you don't want is to always have that life of regret. That what if I if I tried? You don't want that, right? You want to make sure you try. It's better to try and fail than to not try at all. Right, I think sometimes we don't want to fail. Failure, I've learned in grad school that failure is not a bad thing, right? <laughs> honestly, I'm saying this failure is not a bad thing, failure is meant to teach you something, right? The way we think failure is an event, not a person, right? So, I, I thought that if it's better you try and you fail than not to try at all, because if you don't try at all, it's always going to be that mindset of what if, just what if. Mm-hmm. Anyways, eventually she wrote the exam, she passed the exam, she got on the yeah, <laughs> and she's currently in dental school right now. I hope you enjoyed part one on the principle of starting with Victor Adewomi. Part two will be coming up soon. I should start a new week. What is your plan for this week? What are the goals that you've put aside because you are scared to start? What is that thing, that goal, that purpose you'd know you would want to achieve, you would want to fulfill, but you're scared, you feel you feel you don't have the full blueprint to pursue that? Well, the good news is you don't need the full blueprint to start. But you need to start to have the full blueprint. Start slow. Start crawling. Start even while crying. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you start. That's the idea. You just need to start.